How do you trust anything on, on, on LinkedIn even? Because you're seeing what LinkedIn wants you to see. So you think you trust somebody based on likes, based on whatever, but like that's it. It's, it's what they want to see. You're not optimizing for what you need to know. And a community without all the algorithms is, is, is part of the equation, I truly believe. Welcome to Decision Point, a podcast about overcoming adversity in sales and the growth that we experience in the process. I'm Brad Siemens. Welcome to another brand new episode of Decision Point. On today's episode, joining Brad will be Jared Robin. Jared is a co-founder of RevGenius. RevGenius is a group of revenue-generating sales and marketing professionals brought together to create one inclusive online community. To learn more about RevGenius and join the community, head on over to RevGenius.com. So tell me about RevGenius. How'd you get How'd you get here? Oh, man. I, do you want the 2020 story or do you want the the, the origin story? <laughs> Give me the setback because I know you've had a little, I'm guessing you've had a little adversity and that's the kind of the, Let's talk about that. So give me 2020. Yeah. So, uh, and frankly, everyone's had adversity, uh, whether they realize it or not, or what, what, what level of it, but 2020, my, my adversary, that adversary there was, I lost my job before COVID, not because of COVID. So I had maybe like a month clean of uh, being able to job hunt with minimal competition. And I, I didn't land a job in, in time for there to be tremendous competition and no jobs. So then I, I joined with everybody, but I saw it coming. Um, and, and when I saw it coming, I saw that it wasn't the right fit for either of us. And, and we mutually agreed to part ways. And, you know, I, I, I had joined a few communities and organizations to start in that job hunt search before that happened. And then it happened and none of them, you know, I, I didn't land a job period, right? Like, I, I don't want to say that one community didn't help me or, 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 or none did. And that's, that's why I started Rev Genius. But it did show me that there was something not being satisfied. And then I looked at like the whole space and saw there were some paid communities, there were some email chains, there were some other stuff, unpaid communities, exclusive, inclusive, all this. And, and it seemed like there was no inclusive community that was accessible at the time. And our, my partner and I, Galen Germay, set out to, to do it. And, and sure enough, there, there, there wasn't, or at least one that was like us. Now, do you feel like, so, so talk to me a little, why don't you talk about the community in general? Because I'm, I'm familiar with Revenue Collective, I know there's, you know, little communities that are kind of sprouting up all over the place. So why don't you give us kind of a high level, uh, do you see that as like a new emerging thing? Like, just talk to me a little bit about the space. Well, communities have been around for, for years and years and years, right? Like communities are being sold for billions of dollars now. You saw Stack Overflow relatively recently exit for $1.8 yep. Let's go back a couple of years. You saw GitHub exit to Microsoft. So communities at scale at like high valuations isn't a new thing communities in general is not a new thing you go to other spaces and other industries there's been message boards since since the beginning of time right like you, you if you're a sports fan how many of you all that are listening have gone to like a sports message board and communicated back and forth and then if you're really avid you might have even met somebody met up with somebody right like like the, the, I, I used to go to the gangreen.com i'm a jets fan 
I used to go to hypebeast.com for streetwear. And, but the communities in software as a service, SaaS space, and the popularity has had, had grown quite a bit in the last year. And, and partially because of new platforms like Slack and Discord coming up to help. And partially because of the success of, you know, communities like ours and <laughs> showing that others could do it. Well, do you think some of the ramp had to do with, do you think COVID helped you guys kind of accelerate? Because now you got all these sales guys that have lost the, the general community that happens, you know, on the floor and in the office. I, I, I honestly believe so. I believe it, it helped quite a bit. You had people out of work looking to figure out any way to get into work. So they were showing up in more digital spaces than they were previously. And social media wasn't satisfying that 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 itch, so to speak. Like LinkedIn alone wasn't satisfying that for, for those in the business world alone. I mean, LinkedIn definitely helps and it's a key part of the equation for any content creator, any job seeker, any funnel creator for leads. Um, but it was missing. Uh, it was missing a bit. Were you were you in a sales role before you started? Yeah, I, I, I was running sales uh, for a marketing agency, and I I ran sales slash growth for two sided marketplaces for for a couple of roles, which which is interesting, right? Because two sided marketplaces, while not quite community connecting buyers and sellers, there's definitely you know a mediator feel to that. There, there, there's definitely a facilitator type role that you take. So it, it, it the, the, the type of connection or connecting people has been ingrained for a little bit. But yeah, sales, sales for the last 15 years. Now, when you guys launched uh, Rev Genius, talk to me a little bit about kind of the early stage. Is this something, did you guys come up, is this a napkin story or is this an evolution? Obviously, it sounded like your job maybe accelerated you into entrepreneurship. But yeah, kind of walk me through how you got, like, what was going on? Did you guys get together, had beer and decided, hey, we want to do this community or what were those conversations like? So no one was getting together in person, period, right? Because it was COVID. Okay. So this is right at, this is COVID. So right before COVID, you... Well, COVID's hot. I lost my job right before, but we started Rev Genius right in the heart of it, right? Like um, June, full go, June 2020 is when we registered our Slack, the beginning of June. So like, this is like the peak. Is it a napkin story? Well, we, we we put a napkin to it after we realized that we had something, we had, we had lightning in a bottle. This is a story of Galen and I going to a lot of digital events. I was jobless. She had a job, still does. Saying like, hey, I keep seeing you around. Let's talk. And she's entrepreneurial. I'm entrepreneurial. I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur before I went into the practicality of sales. And we're like, what do we see here? We're like, we see a lot of mayhem. We see a lot of events happening and no aggregation or organization of it coming from a lot of channels. Like, what can we do to solve this? And of course, I had no money coming in. So I was, I, I, I you know, kept thinking with every downturn, there's an opportunity. There's a quote to like that. So um, we're like, okay, let's, let's create a spreadsheet of all these events. Let's, we're, we're really active on LinkedIn now. I, I leaned in, so to speak, because I was looking for a job. So I wanted to, to become more noticed and, and, and seen literally so that I could potentially get a job. And uh, we're like, okay, we got the spreadsheet. How do we circulate it? We met friends on LinkedIn, people commenting on other stuff. Like we're like, okay, let's just stick them all in a chat, called it Rev Genius. We, we thought about the name and then we're figuring it out. And then, you know, eventually uh, 
a much more enlightened friend than myself is like, oh, you need to come up with like swim lanes, and business plans, or, or, or at least a business plan document and all that. So I did, but it probably should have managed me even more, but you get the idea. Yeah. So are you, so uh, a couple of things. One, you guys came on, you, I feel like you came on the scene very aggressive. So you just start showing up and everything. And so it's hard to imagine the world without Rev Genius. So I think that probably says something about your, about your branding in terms of like, when I law, I mean, I see, I see you, people that we talk to, we have on the podcast, people are talking about you. So you've done a great, it's, it's, it's cool to see that kind of, that kind of wave occur. What's the business model? How do you guys make, walk me through kind of, how do you guys make money? We make money through sponsorships today. We come up with event-based and related sponsorships to get software as a service companies that sell to sales, marketing, rev ops, customer success in front of our community in, in, in organic ways. We will be building in other business models as well. And we're working on that now. October 14th, we're launching the evolution of Rev Genius, which will have some of the updated business models in it, perhaps, probably, if we do everything right, <laughs> and uh, as well as a new category that we're creating. So yeah, we bootstrapped to, to five, five employees, four that everyone knows about, a fifth to be introduced come October. We're actually hiring a sixth, potentially, uh, bootstrapped on sponsorship revenue alone. And now we're, we're, we're making the addition of some other recurring stuff as well. Okay. Awesome. And then is the community, is it paid free? How's the, how's the community? We're talking a little bit free. Okay. It's free. You asked me my business model. I didn't say members. I did not say members. Not yet. But, but even if, and when we have member programs, there will always be the same, if not more better, more value than you're getting today for no cost you get more value for no cost. And so then if we charge somebody anything, it'll have to be like like way up there in value. And we're excited to do that. Now, if I'm a part of the community, what kind of stuff? So just talk a little bit about the community. I'm, I, I'm interested. I want to join. I'm a sales I'm a sales rep, a marketer. What kind of stuff can I look forward to if I get in, if I get in Rev Genius? Yeah. So one, we'll direct you. We're getting better with this automatedly to to meet your needs, whether it's a marketing channel, a sales channel, a sales development channel, or a leadership channel, you know, in, in those roles, rev ops, customer success as well, or related. We have regular programming, you know, events to, to meet different needs of yours. There's constant surveys to understand what you're looking for and what we can do to improve. We're testing out, you know, elevated networking, mentorships, et cetera. And when I, when, when I say elevated, like one-to-one, like like lunch club, like technology within just Rev Genius, you could, you could ask questions from our community. Our community is highly engaged, 50,000 messages a month on average, like 700,000 since the beginning of time. Now, now is that, is that happening on, is that happening on Slack? All of that's on Slack, which okay. is interesting because there is a law of diminishing return there. We're, we're optimizing for engagement and it is working against us in a, in a synchronous point. Okay. So what's that? So talk about what's that mean? Like, what do you mean it's working against you? So if you have 17,000 people that are all saying hi at the same time, that's 17,000 highs and 17,000 buys. Gotcha. Okay. Any, All right. Any, any more any better. Perfect. No, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. You're, you're a man <laughs> of conc conciseness. I like it. Um, okay, man, that's awesome. So you were able to put this all together on basically a Slack board. Yes. Slack is interesting, but believe it or not, I've learned a lot. Like we need to move from Slack 
10 months ago, probably. We didn't have the resources. Now now we do, and we are. And, and that happens, right? Like with, with your growth, and we're building a new category. We realize there are other Slack communities. There's quite a few. There's Clubhouse communities. There's, there's let's just say there's other private third-party tool communities. And then there's LinkedIn, which is you have company pages, you might have community pages, et cetera. And we see a massive need for a new space in between. Massive. And we're going to create it. So does that mean you guys, you guys, now you, do you think you'll create a software as part of the business model? I do, but I think we're going to create a, a new category, okay. uh, period, period. And, 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 and there could be some software, the, the software is, the, the true new software is probably further down the road, but yeah, our eyes are on the prize. Like there's the, the need for a new category because you can't truly learn anything on the internet today, unless you know where to look, right? Like you can't go to Google and say, how do I do anything? Uh, it's optimized for SEO and paid ads, right? How do you know like what content is right. good and what isn't right. without yep. somebody guiding you? Yep. On LinkedIn and social media, you can't search, how do I do anything? Okay, you could say Quora is an exception. You're going to learn sales and marketing at Quora. So if, if I told you, you had no network and it was just yourself and you could use everything on the internet and you had to search how to find a pod, how to host a podcast that was the top podcast. Do you honestly think that you could you could find something and trust that information to get those results? No, let's, let's type something in. You're going to get an article, right? If you go read those articles, a lot of times they're erroneous or they're not helpful, right? Let's say enter the blank.com. Agreed. Agreed. So can't you, so, so you like how I put you on the spot there? Like if you wanted so let's say, let's say you Google, how do I host the best podcast ever or, or go on social and just put in the search function on any site. You're not going to find something you trust. Not and on Quora. You know, what's funny. Quora is even worse because Quora the people that are answering the questions are the CEOs of the companies on multiple times. I wrote, should I, perfect example, should I LLC or incorporate? Like when I was way early and you have people of like the CEO of Gust, like telling you go here and the CEO of like, what's it like clerk B or whatever it's called. Like another one saying, oh, you should do this and you should do it here. I'm like, I'm not even getting the real answer. I'm getting people trying to drive me to their business. How do you trust anything on, on, on LinkedIn even? Because you're seeing what LinkedIn wants you to see. So you think you trust somebody based on likes, based on whatever, but like, that's it. It's it's what they want to see. You're not optimizing for what you need to know. And a community without all the algorithms is 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 part of the equation, I truly believe. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about, and I totally agree with you. I mean, if you go out, you do any searches, you're going to find, you're going to find all kinds of in interesting stuff. The people, the people are ready to stop. The people are ready to learn and, and find like good shit. Now, now, do you feel like LinkedIn tried to make, you know, what they tried to buy when they bought the, the, the I think you're talking about clear slide. Yeah. Didn't they buy clear? So they tried to make LinkedIn have like a little educational component to it, right? LinkedIn learning. Yeah. Okay. Do you, you, do you trust LinkedIn learning? I, I used it to learn about project management. I tried it. It was good. I have no idea the speaker or their credibility. I'd never seen them before in my life. That doesn't mean that they're bad. And you know, that brings up the concept of, I call it organizational based learning versus community led learning. 
So we could call it whatever, but but I think it gets the point across. Organizational learning is when there is an organizational body, whether it's a company, a tool, whatever, like th- that's creating learning for the masses. And, and, and there's some great value in that for sure. But community-led learning is when, you know, you, you have a topic and the whole community's poking calls to get to the best answer, right? Like, how do I podcast? Well, we could buy a course from person ABC on how to podcast, and it may or may not be good. Or we could ask a community of people, let's say Reddit. Reddit Reddit's a pretty good one where, where they have the upvote and say, how do you podcast? And have people like all coming in <laughs> to get to the better answer, right? And if you have the right people in and you have the right things being you know, the right values being promoted, I truly believe you not only going to get to the right answer. And when I say the right answer, the best answer, the most objectively like poked at answer or answers, right? Not just one, you could have a few things to test versus person ABC's course. You're also going to get into this like open source hacker mindset, if you will. Like the reason why GitHub is so big or whatever, people are all giving gits like this this is how i do it this is how i do it stacking it on top of each other to get the answer like so you could be like oh this is how i podcast i use zencaster somebody else says i tie zencaster with active campaign with this cadence you're like that's what's missing and somebody else says i retarget after that with facebook and and that person's like oh my god and together it's the mecca so, so here's what i think is really interesting i think for a really long time sales community has been, I'm going to call it walled off and not wanted to sh- still is a little, well, let's talk about that in a second. For whatever reason you go to, you know, developers, you find all these communities, right? Particularly in the development space, sales has got some competition. So it keeps people a little bit at bay. You've cracked the egg or at least the shell to allow people to start communicating about the stacks that they're using, the processes that they're using, you're getting the wheel, kind of the flywheel going on people sharing. What's your opinion on why it's so walled off? Do you think it's just simply competition or do you think it's the personality of salespeople or what what are your thoughts? So I think it's an evolution of the space and I think other spaces are the same and at different points. If you think about sales 10 years ago, it was walled off, right? Like it, it was, you were literally competing against your coworkers. And then you had like a few people that were like a little more sherry sherry and they tended to be towards the top because they're like, hey, this is what worked for me. But the people in the middle of the pack until they got to the top, they weren't sharing shit. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Right. The person at the top is like, yeah, I'll go on joint calls. I'll do that. Right. And they end up leaving the company because they hit a ceiling and they couldn't get past it. So all they did was share, right? Or they went into management at that point. So I do think that was originally it. Now I think it's less so, but I do think, I do think there, there is an air of that still remaining. And, and I, and I also think there's this idea of audience versus community audience audience is you're an expert. And, and I agree with everybody. That's an expert. Like let's assume that they are truly, like the best or at the top or have value to give. And I do think there's a ton of folks that do. I'm not arguing that. It's the idea that when they project their learnings onto their audience, they might be monetizing it directly or indirectly or something like that. And they and they hold that true and the people learn. And if you remove that person, these people leave. They, they leave. But a community, they stay. So like, you know, it's the idea that if you're at the top, this could be your livelihood. Right. Like, and, and, and yeah, that, 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 that's why, in my opinion, it's a bit walled off. People are looking at it like a zero sum game. They're looking at losing 
their stuff, like their livelihood. But, but it is opening up quite a bit. People aren't at the same jobs for as long. People are side hustling in all sorts of ways and all of this. I also think that sales is very much a follow the leader space, meaning they see something that some works and they, and, and you have dozens of people following it. So that causes some to hold things closer. So that's interesting. It's definitely a follow the leader. As, as I'm on podcast number 15,421, <laughs> right? Like, so, so that's fat. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying it's very much a follow the leader yeah, no, space. It is a follow the leader space and it's very cyclical. I think you see a lot of old is new consistently, you know, so there's follow the leader and there's recycling going on at the same time. A lot of my advice I gave to other communities, they used and I never used it. And I'm watching them like fail and stumble with some of the platforms they moved to and stuff. And I'm like, ah, they actually went that way. It's crazy. And I did. And I just, I just spoke like this, like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is where I'm at. And they took it and ran with it. And that's fine. That's rad, but that's funny. That is, that is, that is really funny. That'll do it for part one of the interview with Jared. Now, before we go, head on over to revgenius.com slash revcon to learn more about version 2.0 of RevGenius being released during RevCon on October 14th. It's a virtual conference on the future of sales, marketing, RevOps, and customer service. And as Jared mentioned, there's some special releases that'll be happening for RevGenius 2.0. To sign up, all you have to do is go to revgenius.com slash revcon and enter your email. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. As always... Uh, if you want more information on the podcast, go to monsterconnect.com forward slash podcast. Uh, you can get last season's, uh, last year's episodes. You can get all the new episodes for this year. And as always, remember, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can. Until next time.